0: Hey, 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 I'm looking at the 2014 Liberty School Cab Sav from Paso. It's really good. Once a well-loved one-room schoolhouse in California, today an iconic Paso Robles wine. Liberty School has a long history of crafting quality wines inspired by tradition, honest work, and dedication. Fruit-driven in style, this wine shows classic varietal flavors of dark cherry, blackberry, and black currant. It always says black currant. Are they paying you? Layered with wow. notes of toasted oak and soft, velvety tannins. Jason dyphon, Fender Furfer winemaker. He didn't write that. What is black
1: currant? We need a sponsor. <laughs> we need Liberty School wine to sponsor yeah. us. What is What is currant? Kern is kind of like a little, tiny raisin. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Cheers.
0: Cheers, it's hello. It's really, really good. How's it going?
1: Dude, I feel like we haven't done this for six months. Well. We took a break. Sorry, people. We had to take a long break for different reasons. Yeah, but
0: reasons. who are you apologizing to? The two people that maybe download this thing? I think things? it's four now. Are we Are we up to four? Yeah. <laughs> We've doubled our audience. You know, I think the show is so small and unlistened to that I bet you and I could... Start it over again. Call it something else. Really have a through line. We could. We could. You want to reinvent? Yeah. yeah. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm open. I'm open.
0: I, I just, I, I, know, I know you don't and you'll never seem to understand, but like I ask people, I'm like, so what do you think of the name Magazine Podcast? they like, that's horrible. What does it mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just <laughs> something about Peter Gabriel. <laughs> it was. You yeah, can't, well, you where's cannot, Peter he, Gabriel now, Lorenzo? He, well, he's not on the show, I'll tell you that. Yes, I am. I'm right here.
1: Well, then we'll keep it. Okay. All right. I'm open to reinvention. I'm just saying, if you really want to do this. It's like a band. A band might start off with one kind of music and they have a sound, but they grow. And then they become something. They sort of define their sound and they're not who they were. Their fourth album is normally like the album that they make the switch and they find their groove. And then they hate the first three albums. But from the fourth on, they're like, you know, they're soaring. Like U2, yes. REM did yes. that. Yes, yes. You know, and, uh, you know, we're kind of like a band. We can, com- this could be our fourth album. Absolutely. And we can reinvent ourselves. I'm totally open. I have a. Uh... We're not going to take the first uh, 20 episodes and throw it in the garbage. No, no. But I could retitle no, them. No, no, no. Do you know. This I is episode tr- 21, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah. Hey, we're legal now. That's right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Woohoo. We can vote. Hey, do you know. Um... I found out a little piece of trivia that was very interesting. Guess who the original, number one, the first drummer was for Steely Dan?
1: I don't know. Chevy Chase. What? From SNL? Yeah. Well, who else? He's a drummer? Yeah. Oh. He's oh. kind of an asshole, too. Oh, yeah. He's it an doesn't asshole. doesn't give a really good uh, perspective for drummers. You I know, didn't know he was a drummer.
0: Well, I found this out. Netflix has a new show i love norm mcdonald i think norm is one of the funniest people he's in, incredibly funny in the world and david letterman thinks he's like the funniest person in the world
1: i haven't seen his stand-up yet but he performs locally i, we, I have to go you want to? oh go? yeah i'd go see norm let's go see norm oh he's so weird he's so weird you know steely dan obviously they're great musicians if you make the cut to be their drummer you yeah. got to be really good
0: right this was like in, uh, I think, high
1: school, early college. But still, I bet he was probably good then. Yeah. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah. There's a Netflix, Netflix documentary on this? No,
0: no, no. It's a show. No. No. Everyone do the Lorenzo No. Ready? One, two, three. No. 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 No, uh, no. Netflix has a show called Norm McDonald Has a Show. And it's a half hour. And it's a mess. And I, I kind of like it. I think it's a mess deliberately. Like... Yeah, I don't really know what I'm doing. You know, is it sort of Gary Shandling show-ish? N- not not even. It's 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 in this little tiny stage. It's Norm and the booker from the comedy store who's pretty funny. It's like his sidekick. And then they've so far I've seen Spade who I love. David Spade kills yeah. me. His Instagram's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's like shit I would do just, you know, filming people on the street and, you know, being a snarky asshole. Um I've seen Letterman, I saw Judge Judy, and they're just really weird conversations, you know. And Norm is so bizarre, he's just like, ah, ah, you know, you yeah. don't know what's going to come out of his mouth. Well, he's old and cranky yeah. and sarcastic, yeah. and incredibly funny. And then Chevy Chase showed up, and I'm like, oh, I gotta watch Chevy, right? And che- Chevy has that thing now where, uh, uh well, you know, Chevy's uh, Chevy 4 and he's got that thing, you know, how a lot of guys get the upper bridge installed. Right. So they got that that kind of tongue slap. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, because they got new fake teeth in their mouth, you know, like uh, dentures, you know, and they they clickety-clack around. Clickety-clackers. Yeah. So Chevy has clickety-clackers installed in his skull now, and it makes his (laughs) face look different, and it makes him talk different. But I got to tell you, I had just, I actually posted it, a very fascinating interview with him where he really kind of came off as kind of a dick. He has a notorious reputation for being an asshole. But seeing this little half hour with Norm kind of warmed my heart again. I mean, he was very funny. He had uh, he had his moments of, of, of dickishness, but nothing that is condemning at all.
1: Well, people say he can turn on the charm when he wants to. Yeah. But behind the scenes, he's kind
0: of a dick. Yeah. But for old Chevy, like old 74-year-old Chevy with, you know, uh, talking, you know, with uh, fake teeth in his mouth. He was still very charismatic, very tall, very interesting. He's a tall guy. Yeah. You know. Um, but he was in Norm's film Dirty Work. <laughs> so they showed a few clips from that. I haven't seen Dirty Work in years and years. now. I don't interested. think I've seen it. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't know that I necessarily recommend this Norm show. I just kind of accidentally got into it. <laughs> like, this is not what I want to watch because it's October. And you know what that means? I only watch scary shit. Well, it's
1: it's pre Halloween now as we oh. record this. Oh yeah! In a couple weeks, it's going to be Halloween. Yeah. And you're going to be in your full regalia. Yeah. You're going to be in heaven too. This is your favorite time of year.
0: You know what I get to do? I'm really excited. I, I I mean, it's kind of it's okay. It's a blessing and a and a and a curse. So I haven't had a vacation this year unlike fucking you who goes every two weeks to some sort of exotic locale because you're spoiled fucking rotten. But I have not had a vacation. At all! At all! And and anytime we try to have a staycation, those never work because it's the same thing. You're just living in your house like you do every day. Nothing's different. The wife is still at the computer for eight hours trying to find a gig. I'm still on the couch for two hours feeling sorry for myself. you got to walk the dogs. I got to walk the fucking dogs and and pick up their poo. So I had a four-day vacation scheduled for October 19th in Cayucas. I have been waiting for this for, we've had this on the books for half a year. And you
1: are way overdue to go there. Oh, my God. You go there at least twice a year, normally. It
0: it used to be three times a year, but yes, it's gone way down. I get an email. Hey, Max, uh, Cheetos wants to fly you to New York for uh, another gig in Brooklyn
1: on October 19th. Of course. Of course.
0: Now, you could say no,
1: but you can't say no.
0: I'm not saying no. I would never say no.
1: Is it another pop-up restaurant?
0: No, no, no. This is um, interactive stuff. I see. The point is, okay. The
1: universe does not want
0: you to have fun. (laughs) I have to fly out on the 17th. I have the 18th to rehearse and then the 19th, whatever. I don't even know what I'm doing. It goes down. Great. I love it. I love it. I'm so honored. I'm so excited. Whatever. It's just a bummer that I'm going to miss Cayuga. So we're going to come back. I'm going to be flying back, getting in late at night, and then the next morning we're still going to go out. Oh, wow. We're just going to miss a day and hopefully right. try well, to spend an extra day, but I well, tell you. But y- the thing is, though, can't
1: you just rebook your hotel? And just stay... You don't understand. No. the sh-
0: The shoreline in at the beach... Packed. It has gone Hollywood. Really? It, ha- it is. It takes... You have to book a year in advance. Wow. Especially on holiday stuff. Wow. Oh, yes. Times have changed. Oh, times have changed. It's so fancy and so... We discovered that fucking hotel. I, there were days or, or, or trips where we would go up there and we were the only ones in there because it was so empty. Not anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, I actually, because I'm so fucking spoiled and I get to fly everywhere, Yeah. I have noticed that in the past five years, it doesn't matter what you find, it doesn't matter where on earth you want to go, a million people want to go there too. And yeah. you, you do have to book everything way in advance because everybody is traveling around the world now and everybody wants to go everywhere. So wherever wow. you find, it might be a little tiny bubble that you think no one knows about. Right. Everybody knows about it. Wow. And everybody's going all the time. You want to run a car? You got to get a car six months in advance. Hotel, year in advance. Oh, my God. Airlines, six months in advance. Or you run the, the big risk of never getting anywhere. Right. It's just millions or billions of human beings traveling right now. So oh. that's the one thing about travel. Getting to where you want to go is a big pain in the ass. Once you're there,
0: it's great. <sighs> I, I bet, I bet, and maybe we've covered this, but I bet you are one of those guys that gets on the plane and falls right to sleep. No, I wish I
1: never sleep on We plane. have talked about this. I, I was very I surprised. I really want to. I look around and they, they, they turn all the lights down uh, and they say, please close your window shade for mm, people that are sleeping. It's they nice say and chill. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's nice and chill. I look around, everyone's sleeping except me. Oh. And I, all I can do is look at people sleeping, wishing I was them. Wow. I can't sleep.
0: That's surprising. So I, what, I wish I couldn't. What
1: is it? Is it? Are you nervous on a flight? No, I just don't find it a comfortable
0: atmosphere to to go into dreamland. All right. I just L- let's don't go find th- it comfortable. Th- let's go through. Every- anyway, my point about New York is I get to see Halloween in New York for the first time. And October is going to be beautiful. Yes. So let's get into this. Wait, wait, wait. One, one thing. Is it going to be where... It's
1: Chester, and it's going to be you, and it's going to animate you, and you're going to be the voice, and yes. it's going to be you and, yes. in in live time and all that. Yes. Well, that's great though, because you're so good at it now.
0: I don't know about that, but yes, I'm very excited. I I, I just uh... no, always a pleasure. Are you kidding? It's it's the greatest job in the world. So, you get on the plane. You, Lorenzo, get on the plane now. Have you checked in a bag? I've checked in a bag. Okay, and you have a backpack or no? I don't do
1: any of the backpack. I have a little. I have a carry on. Okay, what's in the carry-on? Carry-on is, uh, um, I know I'm old. Gum? You have gum? No gum. I'm not a gum chewer. What about when your ears start to pop? I just swallow and I... Ew. Yeah. That's gross. I I equalize.
0: Okay, so what about your breath?
1: I have Altoids.
0: (laughs) I bring Altoids. All right, so are the Altoids inside the, the sack? Yeah. The satchel? Yes. All right, so what's in there? <laughs> I have my satchel. Yeah, I have my satchel.
1: What's in there? And uh, I have an iPod. Okay. And uh, I have my headphones. My okay. Beats. you got to have the Beats. Oh. Those are really good. Noise cancel. You can't hear anything. So when Oh, all, you got Beats? When all ten babies are crying, which is what <laughs> happens on every <laughs> single plane now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Dude. Every, and no one leaves their baby at home anymore. So you just leave your baby at home. Ew. It's a baby. I get it. Uh, but you got, you have to bring it on my flight. People are so. So awful. and of course, if there is even one baby, right? And there's 500 passengers on yeah. an Airbus. Guess where that baby is sitting? Right next. to Right you. next or behind. Or in me. front of you, or behind you, and oh.
0: it's and it's kicking your seat. It's every boom. single boom, and boom. every
1: bump is like. <laughs> <laughs> and there's something about the high pitched. It, it must be genetic, <laughs> where, or maybe um you know biological, where, it could be the sound of any animal. It doesn't bother you. But a human baby crying, Ugh. it makes your bones
0: tingle. Yeah. It's just
1: something yeah. that just rocks
0: you. and it's You think a baby crying is worse than like a three-year-old throwing a fit? Yeah, I do. Because I watched a video. There was an eight-hour fit on a plane. Yeah. And, and it, it got bad. Babies are awful. Wow. Yeah. So I have these beats, and
1: I, I crank up my... Uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Okay. As opposed to music. Right. And uh, It works. So, okay, so are we talking a window seat, aisle seat? No, that what I try to do is I can't afford first class, but I have really long legs. So I do my best to get exit row for every single oh. flight. So I can just
0: stretch out, nice. have my legs dangling out there. Now you have a responsibility thrust upon you, though, to save lives. Are you acquainted with the exit row door? I am. It's simple. You push the handle and it opens. <laughs> So far, it's never happened. Thank All right. God. So
1: you sit but there's th- one other little caveat. Yeah. You pay extra for the exit row. Oh. And that's fine. But the exit row is always right by the bathroom, uh-huh. which is great for me if I yeah. have to pee. Yeah. But everybody waiting for their yeah, turn to go, you know, yeah. guess where they're standing? In your world. Right in my little in world. In your little world. I paid money to be Fuck there. Fuck that. Get the hell out of my world. But you can't say that. Oh. They say, Don't gather around the bathrooms, you know, but they yeah, do. They do. And they kick my legs and they back up into
0: my feet. Yeah.
1: And it's like, fuck, get out of my little exit row. But that's part of what the, the that's part of the game.
0: I have to have aisle. And so what I've well, done. Well I now, do exit row aisle. Yeah, exit row, aisle. That's great. Uh, maybe if you were by the window, you wouldn't have to worry about a person so much. I gotta have aisle like yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got long legs. I wanna stretch out. I yeah, I get real claustrophobic, but um at this point, honestly. I don't mind being in the back towards the bathroom because when I'm on a flight, I have to drink. And I'm talking like I'll get two champagne splits. Oh, so you're kind of hammered on the plane. Not hammered. Okay. But I'm buzzing. All right. Oh, absolutely. Uh, So two champagne splits plus a ton of water because you get real dehydrated up there in the sky. That's true. So I'm hitting that head at least four times on a trip. I don't want to be uncomfortable.
1: Right. I don't want to be.
0: You got to be within five feet of it. The problem is, hour three into the flight, people have started making meat in there. And there's a real sour, awful odor that can trickle down. And I don't like that. I don't want to smell people. Well, I know you. You got to
1: bring your own air freshener with you,
0: right? Oh, interesting. I don't have my own air freshener, but I I think that's a good idea. You should. I think that is a damn good idea. Although, you know what? It's got to be a small one. Right. You can get small but You can get travel size. A little travel size spritzy. You can also Ooh. even get little drops that go
1: inside that like, oh. you know, make the water small. Now
0: you got me going. I'm
1: shocked you don't do
0: that. With these brief trips to New York, I'm not checking in a bag. So I've got my bag up in the, in the thing. Right. And that's got my stuff in it, you know, and then I've got my backpack and that's it. I bring a lot of books, which is dumb because it weighs down my backpack. And do you actually even
1: read? I do. Oh, do you? All but right. mostly it's such a
0: short trip. I know. Well, to New York, it's not. Oh, on the plane, you read? Yeah. Okay. Where else are we talking? I thought you were going to read in your hotel or whatever. Oh, I, I do that sometimes. But now, usually in the hotel, you work a day, you get back, and you hide. And you go on iTunes. You try to find a good horror film. You beat off. You take a shower. Get into bed. You have a hard time falling asleep. See, Papa Ambien.
1: <laughs> I love that on your checklist, the, the beat-off is like number six.
0: <laughs> oh, no. I mean, it all depends. But. All right.
1: Depends on who you're looking at in the plane
0: for yeah, five hours. Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you, getting a boner on a plane, that's a drag. That's never good. Never good. It's, it's really uncomfortable because you're shifting around. And a man's meat is sensitive and tender. So... I'm shifting around, and i i got my book over my crotch because I don't want anyone, anyone to see my boner. But, you know, some stewardesses are very attractive. And I had an incident once where she was bending over to try to find something in the cart, and this big, round butt was in my face for, like, five minutes. I lost my mind. It was so great. You know, I have some... Um, Well, hey, we had a beautiful, wonderful private jet flight attendant on our show. We did. Becca Ramos. But but I have a friend from high school who's a stewardess. Really? Oh, yeah. And she's flying all over the world, baby. Has she ever been on your flight? No. Uh, I think she's gone (laughs) to Alaska Airlines. So I haven't flown. You don't fly Alaska. I haven't flown Alaska. I think she was on American or United. Is she cute? Oh, she's great. Very, very attractive. Well, yes. so you
1: know she's getting hit on every flight.
0: I ask her that. I ask her that. And she says, yeah, every fl- flight, pretty much, I get invites back to hotel rooms. Has she
1: ever taken anyone no. up on it? No. Never. She, said,
0: she says no. She says no. She said if I asked her, she would. Oh. But, um, but you know, I can't do that. No, you can't I do want that. to. In
1: theory, you can't I do that.
0: can't do no, that.
1: no. So, no. I have to apologize. I woke up channeling Barry White and Tom Waits. This morning, my voice is very, very low today.
0: I don't think that's any reason to apologize. Hey, did you know Tom Waits is in that new Robert Redford film? No. That dude has been hiding. Why does Tom Tom Waits waste his life not doing stuff?
1: He hasn't played L.A. in over a decade. No, no.
0: There Uh, was some announcement years ago (laughs) from a schoolhouse in Sonoma that he was coming back, and then we never heard from him. No, I think he's kind of done. Don't you wonder how a guy like that makes money?
1: It must be really tough because you know no, not many people are buying Tom Waits records, and uh, hmm. maybe he can just live off what he's made over you know fifty years.
0: Yeah, you think he's getting residuals from Ironweed <laughs> <laughs> and Bram Stoker's Dracula? I think it's Bram Stoker's. Just yeah, maybe paying, <laughs> paying his rent. <laughs> that's
1: a, that's the porn. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Probably under an assumed name, he probably works at po- coffee bean and tea leaf or something.
0: <sighs> so what else do you want to talk about? <laughs>
1: Is this one of those uninspired podcast episodes?
0: I think it's fun.
1: Actually, there's one thing I want to talk about what? is that I know that you're doing this amazing private, uh, well, it'll be public pretty soon, but it's, you know, it's a pretty daunting thing that you're doing. You're doing a web series and you're, yes. you know, you're halfway into shooting. Yes. And I want to hear where you are and if it's going the way you planned it, if it's taking a turn, because sometimes you have a vision. Right. Same thing with making a record. Yes. And it doesn't turn out the way you expect it. Sometimes right. better, sometimes not as good as you right. thought. Right. But you have to be open to the way things go because it never goes as you planned. Right. Is this going as planned?
0: Well, I didn't think I had a plan. And now I'm starting to get on top of having a plan with it. And the only frustrating thing now, and it's a good frustration, is that we've sort of stalled a little bit because uh, my partner in this thing, Brett Pearson's, is now rehearsing for the new Stefan Mark's play. Sorry, Ovation winner Stefan Marks' new play. Oh, yes. So you know Brett I is see that. he's buried in that. I see. So we haven't had too much um, time to schedule shoots tell you what, blessing in disguise. Why? Gives me some time to get back to myself. Uh, I've got a lot of fucking editing to do. I'm a little behind in that for sure. That is the daunting part because it's all on me, baby. It's all on me. Plus, it is October. There is travel now. There are things to do that are not related to the web series. And also, it's October. Again. And I wasn't gonna do Inktober again. Inktober is this awesome thing I did last year. Thirty-one days of drawing something based on prompt words. So let's say you get poisonous, that's your word. Alright. Incoming Get some, get some Actually that would be more of a helicopter. That's right. That's just that's a, a Cessna. Plane. That's okay. just a Cessna.
1: They're not gonna bomb us.
0: Um yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, so once the play opens, we'll be back in bi- back in action. Still planning for a February launch. And even then, if it's going to be at the end of February, we will definitely have most of it in the can by then. Even if we have to do some pickup stuff, we're only going to do that thing, you know, based on what you said and what Brett said, just releasing one episode a week. Right. So I can still get caught up even in that week. True. Yeah. Yeah. You can edit as you go in a way.
1: I'll tell you this. I'm looking forward to it, man. Thank you. I've uh, seen some of the quote dailies and yeah, little I've, bit of the I've sent a few. It's, it's, it's little looking please. great. Well, you have pro gear. Saturday, you're, you're, okay. You're getting your feet as yes. a director. It's great.
0: Saturday was amazing because we got to work with a forty-five hundred <coughs> dollar drone camera.
1: Wow, one of our overhead cast, shots and one of our movie cast shots.
0: members, uh, Ron Wood, owns this thing, and uh, he said, "Absolutely, we had to shoot some stuff with him anyway. So why don't you bring your drone camera and since the whole thing takes place in a, a very fucked up you know, apartment complex, even though it's my condo building, we got some awesome drone shots going up and over the building. I mean, way up in the sky! This thing flies! Wow. It's like a little space monster. So it's 300 feet up or whatever. Yeah, you can go up, you can go side to side. and We had a pretty harrowing experience because uh, there's one shot that I really wanted. Let's just say someone in the cast play someone who is suicidal. And let's just say that the building might be telling her to do things to herself. And let's just say maybe or maybe not she does something. The point is I wanted the drone to get her POV of what happens. Mm -hmm. So that shot we didn't get because those little suckers are sensitive. And they have 360 sensors. And if there's any wind or anything weird or a tree in the way, they flip out. So we almost lost her. Flip out, Uh, meaning that they they will tumble and... No, no, they'll like go off course because you kind of map the course from your phone and you're operating it from your phone and you're looking up. And Hawk, which is the name of the drone, my friend Ron's drone, was like in between two trees, fine, all all she needed to do was drop down, but when she went up, uh, a gust of wind blew her up and over, so we couldn't even see her anymore. Uh Uh-oh. And you hear her up there screaming... We didn't know if she crashed. We didn't know. I mean, she's very loud. I got to show you some uh, video of this thing when we're done. I can't wait. But she she came back. She got back down to the ground. And directorially, Ron said, well, that was pretty harrowing. But you want to try to do another one? I said, no. I don't want to jeopardize this glorious piece of equipment. I don't want to break it. I don't want another gust of wind to destroy her. We'll, we'll deal with it. So you're taking just the one take. Yeah, I don't know that I got the shot. We may try again on a less gusty day. It was unusually gusty.
1: Well, it's also hard to know when the drone is 100 feet up yeah. what the
0: wind is like up there. Exactly. It's, uh, yeah, because we went up to the roof, and uh, it was fucking windy up there. And right. We're like, huh. I mean, it's a lightweight little device, but right. it's so cool, dude. Wow. And so there's, a, cool. there's a powerful camera on it. Oh my God! Yeah, it's wow. it's, it's and you can it's zoom like in and 4K or something. Wow! Yeah, what
1: a nice little toy.
0: To all add. all and you have a
1: jib and you have the whole thing. What's what's the jib? I thought you had the the crane. Oh, the crane, yeah, yeah. the crane. Yeah, I have the crane.
0: Yeah, I have the crane. Yeah, uh, the crane doesn't go as high as the drone, but mm-hmm. um, but boy, I, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm thinking about just throwing a camera off the roof like uh, Kubrick did in a Clockwork Orange. Oh, Do you right. remember when Alex jumps out of the right. window and lands? He just threw. He told John Alcott. Throw a fucking camera out the window. We'll right. get it in one take, and that's what happened. And just as a tease, give us the name of the whole show. Oh, it's called Red Leaf
1: Complex. Red Leaf Complex. Seriously. So like, we have to look out for that.
0: On Halloween, it's not until February of Yeah, but that's only four months. 2019. I know, it's going to be here before you know it. But on Halloween, exclusive. You heard it here first. I'm going to put out a little teaser. Oh. Yeah. I want to be teased. Yeah. Little teaser. Little teaser. So it's Are exciting. I'm excited for you. It's exciting. And I tell you, uh, of course, you know, now that I'm halfway through, a little more than halfway through, I've got that itch. Like, ah, I just want to get a better camera. I just want to get a desktop Mac. I just want to learn a new editing program. I just want to, I just want to. All right, calm down. Cook, you're only cutting your teeth on this one. You can't get too crazy with the technology. It's taken me 30 years to get completely out of debt. I don't want to get back in debt right now. But your
1: demands are going to be better because your skills are getting better. And then once you know the technology, right, your creativity expands. Mm. You're going, well, I-, I can do this and I can do this and I can do that. You're yeah. not confined with what you can't do anymore. Dude. And you'll want to just, you know, make movies.
0: I'm the only person, myself and my wife, this will get around to filmmaking again, but I'm the only person... I know who's watching the Sons of Anarchy spinoff, Mayans MC. I love it, Lorenzo. It's so good. It's very different from Sons. Doesn't it take place in Mexico, it, or clo- it, or close to the border? I w- oh yeah, it's close to the border. It's it's SoCal, um, but there are a ton of scenes in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're great. They're great. A lot of cartel stuff. You know, that's
1: all totally up your
0: alley. Oh my God, I, I it's such a drug. <laughs> so, one of the stand-ins for one of the leads. Turns out to be my friend Kari's brother, Egon. Wow. Yeah. What a good gig for him. And I didn't know. He never watched Sons. He kn- and this guy is so charismatic. Uh, he's adopted, so he's much darker featured, and he's got, like, dark hair. And seriously, he looks, he's, like, in his prime right now. And he is a stand-in for Angel, who's uh, the lead guy's brother. So Egon has been telling me stories about kurt sutter his process stories from the set dealing with all of the stuff all the explosions and the guns and everything dude it's 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 like i i am four years old it's storytelling time i get so excited
1: well you know what then he's got to bring you on set if he can
0: well listen i mean he's got to drive out to some pretty remote places but um it's very interesting about him because I've been seeing him a little bit a few times because we had to install security lights for Kari, whatever. But but I've been seeing him a little bit. And he's been telling me all this. And just the other day... Wait,
1: you had to install security lights?
0: Yes. You. She hasn't thanked me yet, by the way. So you're
1: now a light installer in your spare time? Egon and I, uh, I went to the... She calls you and says, Max, I need lights. Are you going to be the plumber next? Well, she's
0: she's getting more and more uh, superstar-y, so... She's starting to get a lot of stalkers. Right. So, so instead of hiring a company, no, she hires no, you yeah, to yeah. install
1: her lights. Well, she's saving a buck, you know. I see. She needs it, to save bucks now? Yeah. <laughs> well, the point is... Are you now going to like... Can you do carburetors and tuna? No, but
0: and- she did ask me to be a bodyguard for her next gig, and I told her no. <laughs> Even though I'd be a very effective bodyguard. Right. No, but with Egon, he asked me, he goes... <laughs> this is how I make him talk, because he's a vampire to me. So tell me, Max... He's kind of—he's <laughs> from Romania. He's from Romania. Yeah. So tell me, Max. I want to see your rig. You want to see my rig? I want to see what you're using to shoot the Red and Leaf Complex. <laughs> you want to see my equipment? No one's ever asked me. I'm not the equipment guy. So we have so a little thing. So Bella date. wants to yeah. see your rig. So next week, he's going to come over one morning. He's going to look at my crane. He's going to look at out. my camera. He's nice. going to look at my this and look at my that. Uh-huh. I'm like, Egon, if you have any ideas, throw them at me. Right, I'll, I'll shoot it for you. I'll cut it for you. You know, I love it. I love it. And thank God. Uh, thank God I'm doing it because... You're turning into John Sayles. Oh, my God. That's an interesting comparison. You know, my he wife... He was indie before anybody was yeah, indie. you're right. Yeah, he was an amazing guy. And he also... Uh, my wife's mother was his high school English teacher in Florida. Your wife's mother was his... Oh, okay. Yeah. So she... Uh,
1: that would be your mother-in-law. My mom-in-law, yes. My mom-in-law was his she, teacher. Yes. Wow.
0: So she uh, she used to tell us stories about, you know, what a bright little student he was. I bet he and, was. Really bright guy. But yeah, man, it's funny. Like, it's taken this long, and I, it's almost regrettable. And, and then people are like, what are you talking about? You've spent... Your whole life making movies. You've got 300 videos on one YouTube channel and 250 on another YouTube channel. All shit you've made. Right. I don't think about that stuff. Like, right. oh, yeah, right. But all that was a really good school. Of course. For filmmaking. Right. Because now you've got better gear. Yeah.
1: Which allows you to expand. But this is nothing new. You've been, you've been John yeah. Sales for like 10 yeah. years. Yeah. I guess. totally. I you mean, have.
0: So we'll see. All whatever. of that
1: led you to this. And I'm happy for you. I can't wait to see it, man. I think I might. And I think all four listeners are excited too.
0: I, yeah, I think I might actually um, hire like a publicist for. That's a great idea. Just for a week. Just go just, with it. Just, just to say, hey, could you, could you just put this out there? Like, Pay for really, extra Facebook marketing and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, just hit the horror fans hard with this. Right. One. Um, and maybe, maybe it'll become something. I don't know. I have no expectations. I'm just having a blast, and uh, Brett's been great. Working with blood has been great, and the actors. <laughs> Your favorite uh, Lorenzo Condiment. When you get actors who show up, they know their stuff, they're excited, and they're willing to like play and take chances and do things. I, I just love telling someone, "Okay, do this now." Switch it up. Now do this. Like, I give some really weird directions. Right. But they trust you. They trust me. I think that's
1: why they're there.
0: And they lock in and they do stuff that's unbelievable. It's always the third take where, like, suddenly it's magic.
1: Right. They're not thinking and they're just going for it. They're out of their head and they're not really trying to do something and they're just being. I'm going to hand you the wine. I want some more wine.
0: I'm going to hand it to you so I don't dribble on your new carpet. Very nice new carpet Lorenzo has. Very nice. I was told to take my shoes off. Okay. So let's get into this now. I show up, actually I texted you, I said, do you have an ice maker? You don't, right? And I remember you didn't, but I remember you had uh, ice cube trays. I show up, you say you don't have ice, so I brought my own ice. Because I have to have ice and everything. You are the Iceman Cometh, really. I show up. What is it with ice? And your wife has gotten rid of the trays! She's not an ice person. She's a nice person. She's not a nice person. But she's not an ice person. Listen... I'm a very hot-blooded dude. I need my ice. But it's so funny because you said the worst thing you can do is chew ice. You can't. And I do it. It's the
1: worst thing you can do. I've done it forever. I went to the dentist last month. Yeah. And I guess he's got this mantra that he tells everybody. He says, even, especially when you get older, he said, the worst thing you can do for your teeth is to chew ice. Wow. It's the worst thing ever. He said, do you chew Why ice? do you think? Because it chips your teeth. Oh. It's incredibly hard. And as you get older, your teeth get softer. Oh. It takes your enamel off. It chips your teeth, and it actually—it's so hard that when you crunch on it, he said that it actually kind of affects the root of the tooth. Ooh! Throat. And he said it's terrible. And he said, "Do you do it?" And I said, "No, we don't even have ice in the house. Only, <laughs> when, only when Max comes over." So if well, you're an ice chewer, yeah, you, Max, cook,
0: yeah, stop, stop chewing that ice. I'll go to McDonald's and get a a, a large unsweetened iced tea, extra ice. I, the tea's gone in the first gulp. Now you've got a giant cup full of ice, and I will just suck and chew on that ice in ecstasy for an hour. Ten years
1: from now, you might be one of those little click clack and. I'll, ch- I'll be I'll be Chevy Chase. You now. will. You'll have I no teeth. I- you'll have dentures, and you'll be like.
0: Hey, Lorenzo. Uh, So, hello, everybody. It's uh, Max Cook. Welcome to the Max and Lorenzo show. (laughs) (laughs) That's your future. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want that either. Well, it's funny because tomorrow I had a root canal last Monday, and tomorrow, hello, I got to have my new caps put on. I'm going to be in the chair for four hours tomorrow. Well, I'm sorry
1: about that. That's going to be a terrible day, actually. Awful. But ask your dentist, say, look, I'm an ice chewer. Mm. Should I stop? Is it man she'll or woman? She'll say yes. She'll, she'll woman. Say yes. Ask her why. Have her tell you the dangers oh. of being an ice chewer. God. Stop it, dude. I love my dentist so much. She's such a sweetie. All you have to do is have the ice melt, and guess what it turns into? Water. Yeah. Just drink the water, dude.
0: Just drink the water. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, um, you were in New York. Did I- we talk about that? No, I was there uh, uh, in August, and it was hot. It was fucking
1: hot, hot and humid. But you had fun out there. I did have fun. It's such a great city. It's what does what does your wife city. do on the on the plane? Does she read a book? You know, she can sleep. She sleeps. She can sleep, and she also has an iPod. We're like back in the nineties. Yeah. We have iPods. I love the iPod actually. Yeah. And uh, when I pull it out, the uh, the millennials go. Oh man, I haven't seen one of those in a long time. Yeah, you have the dial one, right? Um, I have the iPod Touch. I have the iPod like seventh generation with the yeah. little wheel. It's yeah, great. the wheel. The wheel. Because all it is Nicole has that is an iPod. It's fucking great. The thing has not died. It's great. It's greatest and, and sh- thing ever made. And she
0: she puts have a, a lot a, of music on that. I have thing.
1: a lot of music and 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 podcast. And it's not a phone. It's just it just plays audio. Right. So she listens to that, but she can sleep. And I look over, and it's like, oh, fuck, she can sleep. Wow. And I sometimes just kind of watch her sleep, and I kind of squiggle around in my chair. And, and
0: that's it. And then I wake her up and say, hey, we're here. You know? Wow. So she's not that fun. I'm looking here. And when you go out to see her mom in Hawaii, yeah. you're not staying in the main house, right? No. you get got a hotel. I get an Airbnb. Uh-huh. I get an Airbnb.
1: I was just there last week. Uh-huh. Uh, it was fucking hot and humid again. Right. And her mom's 103 years old. Oh my god! And she still works out with a trainer. You twice should a week. see this
0: little thing my in the gym.
1: Is gonna literally yeah. at least 110. Yeah, I'm thinking. I believe it. And she shook my hand when I left. Oh, and it was strong. And It was like she Ow! could have broken two fingers.
0: Ow! She's I need those. So, I'm a
1: drummer. She's so strong. And
0: and she, she doesn't she doesn't talk to you. We've she, never had a conversation. <laughs>
1: That's this all she told me. I will say Japanese, hello. Japanese woman. La- laugh, la- laugh again. <laughs> That's what's happened to me for 25 years.
0: Ooh, oh, Larry. <laughs> Stupid white man. <laughs> yes. Oh. I have to watch a uh, Hawaii Fi I <laughs>
1: I don't even get that. Wasn't her house in Hawaii 50? Her house was filmed for an episode <laughs> of Hawaii 50. Yeah, inside and out. Are you attracted And it was the one where James Kahn was uh, guest on. Oh my god. So, so Jimmy Kahn was in the house. Jimmy Kahn was in the house. Holy shit. Yeah, for dude. a whole day. They had a leave for the weekend. I love him. Yeah.
0: So do you ever find yourself looking at your sister in law, Naomi's sister, and like, ooh, checking her out? No. No, not into her? No. I'm a nice person. Yeah. Not like Are you that. guys close? Are we close? Close. Uh, define close. Oh, come on. No. And then the sister-in-law has that husband. Do you talk to him? Do you guys hang I out do. as the guys? Yeah, we're friends. Okay, so what do you guys do together? Sit I, on the don't couch? Really, we don't... <laughs> yeah. Watch Ridiculousness? Yeah, I mean, we, we don't really do Does anything. he drink? No, hardly you know, drinks anything. That's why I love Carrie Chow, because like, a lot of my Asian friends don't drink. You no, know, we've got to have her on the show. Oh, yeah, she's She wouldn't so do it, would she? I don't know. She's because you're you're pretty tight very, with her. Cause we had Becca.
1: Yeah. Because you know we we had, everyone knows that you've got your basically yeah. you've got your um, your harem yeah. on Bellflower. Yeah.
0: No, they're they're so great. I just I love those two. But but Chow. She'll Ciao. never do the show. I don't know if she will. She's just very enigmatic. You can't really tell what she's going to do. I'll tell you what, though. I All told you can do her. is ask her. The Flamin' Hotspot, the, the new Cheetos pop-up was in town, and I uh, was in Hollywood, and she was so excited, and, I, and it was exclusive, and it was really hard to get in, and I got her in. But not only did I get her and her foodie cousin in, because Cheetos, by the way, are Carrie Chow's life. Like, oh. her whole life. Her favorite thing on earth is Cheetos. Oh,
1: so that must have been a really big deal for her. When
0: all of a sudden I'm telling her, you know, what I'm doing, she lost her mind. She seriously lost her mind. Wow. So I hooked her up at the Flamin' Hot. I got her reservations. And then I prepaid to have two champagne splits delivered to the table courtesy of Max Cook. Oh, you're a nice guy. And then I got to meet Chef Roy Choi, who was wonderful. Great guy. Mm -hmm. He was the guy who curated the menu. And that thing did great. Snoop Dogg came two nights in a row wow. with his posse. Um, but, sh- yeah, Carrie loves it. Why did I bring her up? Oh no, because she gets her fucking drink on. So she's actually oh, one, of, one yeah. of the Asians who does She's drink. a big wino. Big wino. It's great. Great. Well, I love well, drinking
1: with her. Let's get her in here and drink.
0: Well, we'll Not see what happen. happens because she is a professor. And, uh, oh, she can't let her guard down. <laughs> we might just have to call her Chow. We, All right. well, we can care. call her Natasha if you want to. That's true. We could call her Natasha. We can call her Natasha Svet. Well, I'm really excited because usually I come down here, we open up a bottle of wine, we drink, we talk behind microphones, and then I'm out. This time, I don't have to go anywhere. I'm going to relax a little bit. We're
1: having a hybrid day today. Because usually this, we
0: hang out and...
1: And you're gone. Well, we're, we're, when we're done recording, yeah. you brought over... Yes, the public image limited set box. I have box the box.
0: Set. Yeah, dude. I, and With it,
1: outtakes and concerts, and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna footage. leave this,
0: I'm gonna leave this up to you, because anyone that loves Pill needs to get this thing. Because uh, first of all, it has a concert from 2013 that is extraordinary. It's so beautiful, and I know how much Lorenzo loves music, but I also know he's got a third eye for like wild instruments from all around the world. He's gonna see some crazy instruments in this thing. That's gonna be great. And
1: Johnny Rotten is a just a hero of yours.
0: Oh God. And and you know what? It's it's very sad because he uh, has blown up considerably. He's like really he's a fat guy. He's a big fatty. He right let now. himself go. Well, he's on a medication though. He's got some physical shit going on now. He said in a recent interview, like as recent as of last week, but it was in the New York Times. He said. Well, I have a fucking thyroid condition, don't I, you fucking asshole? Another Stella, please. Next. By the way, I did my uh, John Lydon for this chick, uh friend of mine f- who's Welsh. I talked to her on the phone the other day. I hadn't talked to her in a while. This chick, Melanie. Worked with her at uh, Disney World. And she goes, sounds nothing like him. <laughs> and that really hurt my feelings. Does she know him? No. But that really hurt my feelings because I, I, I work hard on my Lyden. Right. He's been in my vernacular do you forever. get that when you go
1: in audition do so they do they say it back in the studio oh, it sounds like nothing like
0: they never oh, okay, say that i'm sure they when say you do it Al Pacino, behind Pacino, they don't say oh it no, like, like, no i'm sure they no. say uh, it i'm sure they say it behind my back but uh no not to my face cuz right, that yeah. would be mean they do sometimes i remember when i was doing mantis a lot like after the show ended the kung fu panda show i would do mantis for a few things They're like um let's it's like they forget that I was Mantis. Let's uh, play him a little uh, Seth Rogen as Mantis, please. So, like, I can voice him. <laughs> so but now you them. can't do you anymore. I'm like, well, wait a minute. This isn't my version of Mantis. Didn't you guys watch 66 episodes of whatever? Yeah. You know what, man? Jobs like that, you just keep going forward. It's all you about don't what you've. Look back. It's, yeah. It's like, okay, did that. What's next? Yeah. It just sucks because, like, I've worked some really amazing jobs that you're, like, not allowed to talk about. You know, especially when you're doing voice matching, like let's say, uh, let's just say I did do a movie and I did provide the lines for one of my most biggest acting heroes. Right. A true legend. Right. And I did it and I'm getting residuals for it, but I can't go around telling everyone about it. It's too bad, but it just happens. But I haven't done him. I haven't done that guy since. Someone else must be doing him now.
1: Either that or, you know, they just don't have a need. Do you think that this particular actor always
0: has a need for someone else to come do lines? I don't know, you hear me? Look at me. What do I care, you know? Hear what I said, you motherfucker, you? I don't want to do the lines. Hire another actor, you hear me? Get somebody else in here. I don't give a fuck. You hear what I said? I'm not going to do that. I don't care if you don't understand what I said the first time around, you hear me? Look at me. Get somebody else to do it. It's not Max Cock. Hey! Hey. What's wrong with
1: me? See, to me, that's a great Gary Busey. (laughs) I think it's great.
0: I tell you what, I'm excited to get barefoot and hang out with you. I'm going to bash some congos and we're going to watch Pill. (laughs) Now, what do you want? Do you want the concert? I think we have to end on the concert. So do you want all of their videos? Some of their videos? Some of their TV appearances? (laughs) <laughs> I want to work up to the concert.
1: Okay. I want some videos. Okay. Some TV, are there any interviews? See, that's
0: <laughs> that's the thing that bums me out. There are not any interviews. I want some interviews. Their interviews are so... I want so a little bu- bit of a context. Okay, but, but before Lorenzo, the whole- you know what's good? This will lay the land because that pill documentary is coming up yeah and hopefully within the next couple months it'll be on itunes all right and we'll watch that together. We'll have day together i'll save it for you great and that'll be all the interviews. we'll have another pill day i love it until then salute salute
1: good to see you <laughs> that, that was 21. that
0: was an hour of bullshit and it was fun it was just us bullshitting, bullshitting. that's what the show is maybe even a
1: reinvention next time
0: <laughs> we'll see
1: still got to get richard cheese on here we have to get richard cheese Maybe next time we will be Richard Cheese with the reinvention. Maybe a new name. I like it. I'm open to it. All right. Salud. Max, thank you. Thank you. Everybody, thanks for listening. Happy See Halloween. You. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. See you next time.